Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman for another delve into the past of the Bugle. Back into the Bugle New Age for today's Top Stories. It's issue 4090 in December 2018, and it was that not particularly old and not particularly faithful old faithful Brexit that was gracing the top story spot. Helen Zaltzman and Hari Kondabolu join me as Britain bravely took back control. Top story this week. Uh, well, Brexit again, and and still... And uh, what a week it's been in uh, in the world of Brexit. We've been doing some uh, national open cast soul searching here in Britain, and not entirely liking what we've been digging up. Um, Helen, you were out of the country for what nine months? No, longer than that. Yeah, a year. Not long enough, evidently. And you have returned to <laughs> even more chaos than you left. It's, yeah, it's really quite impressive the way they keep outdoing themselves to make a bad situation more bad. But yeah. it's, uh, I suppose, good that they're exceptional at something. It's a little bit more complicated for me because as a person with Indian heritage, I really do enjoy British failure and suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that part of me. But as an American citizen, I don't really have a high ground to stand on when it comes to choices, right? But it does seem very bizarre uh, to begin with the fact that the UK would leave the EU because they were barely in it to begin with, considering that you had your own currency and you didn't sign on to the Schengen Agreement, so you controlled your own immigration, so you were barely in it. So essentially, this news is like Nightcrawler leaving the X-Men. Right. Like, oh no, not Nightcrawler. (laughs) What are we going to do without Nightcrawler? (laughs) Who is going to crawl at night now? Like, it's not... So it's not that big a thing, so that already it was weird, but... So are you saying we are taking back control of things that we already had control of? Yes, I mean, that's my expert outsider analysis. Also, it seemed like an incredibly good deal. Like, it not only, like, were you barely in it, you still had the advantages of it. It's almost like being in an open relationship where only you are allowed to have sex with other people, and then somehow, for some reason, one day you're like, I'm feeling smothered. I am an autonomous being and I will live by my own rules. And then you break up with the person and the next day for some reason you wake up and you're like, I am very lonely now. Is there someone to trade with or snuggle? Where were you with all these similes before the vote in June 2016? Um, It's been a a thrilling week in Parliament. The government was defeated in uh, not one, not two, not three, not four, but three votes. Did I already say three? three, It was three. Three votes in a day. That's the first time a government's lost three votes in a day since the 1970s. They also found in contempt of Parliament for the first time ever. Not just in contempt of every human being. No, no, that's just the basic state of political existence for all governments um but in contempt of parliament um uh, and it's quite interesting insight into how our parliament works that this resulted from a what's called a humble address uh and if i may quote from the humble address 
the humble address will be presented to Her Majesty, that she will be graciously pleased to give directions that the following papers be laid before Parliament. Any legal advice in full, including that provided by the Attorney General on the proposed withdrawal, blah, 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 blah. I, do you think the Queen is graciously pleased by this? I don't think she gives a f- No, I think I mean, she does have that look about that, to be honest. She is well over this. Yeah. She's like, I'm, what, 92, 91, 92? I'm not going to have to live with this. Well, I mean, you say that, but, you know, we keep singing that national anthem. She's going to stay alive forever. God is not going to let her slip off the perch. <laughs> Wait, so whether or not the nation suffers, she's still queen, right? Yeah. Mm. And she gets to keep everything? Yeah, absolutely. That's the rules. All the oh. crowns. Yeah. So she doesn't need to care at all. <laughs> like, this is completely, this is other people's suffering, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's a great system. Hmm. You guys in America, you, you should give it a go someday. <laughs> well, maybe she's thinking... Been there, done that. <laughs> well, England went and f***ed a lot of other countries, and now it's time to come home and f*** itself. A bit of quality me time, I guess. The Queen responded with the tradition passed down from history with the words, f***'s sake, what now, you meddling shitheads? I'm watching the f***ing horse racing. If you wanted me to actually do something, you might have liked to think about that before, but you chopped the noggin off my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-uncle Charlie. Nachos, please. I've got a pony on the 340 at Haydock. Um, there's a five-day debate in Parliament currently Ooh. underway. You like things that last five days, like I do. cricket. It is very much like a test match. How would you cricket. advise them to keep the interest going for such a long time? I think the key is to have regular intervals for meals and drinks. <laughs> so you want two hours debating, 40 minutes off for the lunch interval, two hours debating, 20 minutes for tea, and then two hours mm. plus an extra half hour if you debate slowly. Should they all dress the same? Yeah, I think everyone should be dressed in, in white and applaud politely. And wear pads. And occasionally abuse each other out of uh, range of the microphones yeah absolutely wear pads and and genital protectors and hats for the yep. sun also they should be drinking and that way it's more entertaining the longer it goes i think we'd probably have a far more lucid high quality of debate if there was compulsory drinking in parliament <laughs> i think that was the foundation of ancient greek democracy i'm pretty sure theresa may uh looking as ever as happy as a pig in a pork pie um, at least for the pig it's over do you feel at all sorry for her Helen after the year that, that she's had yes and no I think it would be hard for anyone to really succeed in the position she's been in however I do think she has done a worse job than she needed to and has also been consistently terrible throughout her political career and inhumane <laughs> so I suppose I've convinced myself that the answer to your earlier question is no right do you? <laughs> no, no I don't feel sorry for her but she has got that look it's very similar to the look of a dog that knows you've just made her last appointment with the vet. She just seems to know what's coming. Some kind of instinct. I don't know. I think that would be a sweet release. It's more like a dog that is being adopted by a family with a really annoying and sadistic child. (laughs) (laughs) And the dog is only like eight, so there could be several years of this left. The uh, debate has been, uh, well, hotly contested. And the nation is essentially split. Um, And the options are to please 50% of the people to please the other 50% of the people or to please neither the 50% nor the other 50% and w- the option C seems to be essentially what the government is going to get through Parliament. That is the fair choice. Um, there's been some very heartfelt speeches from uh, various MPs. Uh, Harmonicus Gravely Strange, the Conservative MP for West Snutterbridge, said that he was a descendant of someone who died at the Battle of Hastings and he said we must respect the votes of the now dead 
uh, and people who are now of voting age or will at some point be of voting age in the future have only themselves to blame for not faking some ID and voting on Brexit when they have the chance. Fair call. Porchetta Cudlick, the Liberal MP for Illingworth Raymond, uh, said Britain should not rush into it. We should have a 20-year rolling second referendum where people's average view on the EU is calculated on a minute-by-minute basis culminating in a result in the year 2039. Ken Bagatelle, Labour MP for Glarch, said that we should pretend to leave and hope that no one looks at it too closely. That's the Hong Kong option, I believe it's known. And James Bexley Sidcup, the Conservative MP for Broken Charges, stood in Parliament and sang his new song, Maggie Maggie, Please Come Back. <laughs> Hastings has a kind of pudding, right? The Hastings pudding? Is you, that a thing? I think of hasty pudding that uh, oh, Harvard yeah. has a thing. Oh, Thought, sort of like a corn porridge. Okay, like I, yeah. thought, I thought maybe Hastings had a pudding. You're right. I was thinking of hasty pudding. We only have dawdling puddings here. Well, yeah. <laughs> dawdling puddings, I don't think he's also a parliamentary constituency. Oh, God. Won't someone, Andy, think of our home county, Kent? Because today <laughs> in the news there were plaintive articles saying that a no-deal Brexit could cause major disruption across Kent uh, because of all of the... Uh, piles and piles of lorries that are stuck in Kent, unable just to saunter over to the continent anymore. And they're saying rubbish won't be collected, children won't be able to take exams, people won't be able to register for weddings, bodies won't make it to the morgue <laughs> in Kent. <laughs> Only Kent. Just Kent. Kent's going to become the most exciting place in the world. It's Finally. Some kind of dystopian, very stationary Mad Max future. <laughs> it's got the castles for it. Um, I mean, the. the, the Body's not reaching... The, I mean, also, takeaway deliveries could be delayed by up to 15 minutes in some parts of the country. That Ooh. puts in perspective... That's a nightmare, and noodles will go mushy. Yeah, and people could easily die in operating theatres because their new lung is stuck on the M20. So, tough times ahead for Britain. For Kent. The, uh, that's not all that could happen. The stock market could fall... In Kent. In Kent, <laughs> by anything between <laughs> naught and 50,000%. Uh, train services could collapse into absolute chaos thus improving by 15%. (laughs) Uh, A shortage of medical and care staff could lead to the government having to conscript clever dogs to be emergency heroes like Lassie. Works in Peter Pan. Yep. And TV detectives could get uh, 45% worse at solving fictional crimes. The Queen could get 8% shorter. There'll be an infestation of warthogs. And Britain will be struck from the list of potential venues for the second coming of Christ. So... It was still on the list? (laughs) It's a long list. Hmm. So the possible scenarios are no deal, shit deal, renegotiate less shit deal, renegotiate even shitter deal, attempt to renegotiate less shit deal but come back with the same shit deal, an awkward smile waving a little Union Jack flag, a second referendum with two or three options, a second referendum with 300 options, one for each plausible variation of leave or remain, a second referendum with no options at all, I quite like this one, it's just a blank piece of paper, um, which you can just write whatever you want, Uh, I mean it won't solve anything but you know, be essentially what we've got now uh, civil war we shouldn't write write that off because it's worked quite well in the past wars of the roses culminated in 1485 just a hundred years later plus a bit shakespeare who would the civil war be with the, di- the different nations of the united kingdom oh it's just a massive pile in everyone just oh fight, into fight, each other. fight fight not armed just like a like a fist fight a british fist fight throughout the country yeah okay uh, all Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales could stay in the EU but leave the UK and be replaced by Ecuador, Togo and Bhutan. So we keep the four-nation union. I think we'd all be in favour of that. Bhutan is, is annually called the happiest place on earth. That ranking would go down if it joined the uh, the UK. 
Yeah. We can drag any nation down. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimism and natural cynicism. That's what the empire was all about. We saw a happy world and we thought, no. Our greatest export. <laughs> That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now, go to buy merch at thebuglepodcast.com, where you can also find the latest issue of the podcast and everything in the Bugle stable. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>